Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode of Fueled by Progress, hosted by moi, Mark Joseph Szymanski. I am beyond excited to be for us to be sitting down here and recording this episode with the lovely Amanda Lynn Masters. Uh, she hello. is hello. Say hello to the fine people. Yes, uh, she is the lead women's designer here at Fueled by Progress. We are working on the uh, the clothing. Whenever we have the opportunity to do so, we'll get into that later. She is a full-time toddler teacher, and she is also my co-host over on our other podcast, AM in the PM, which you should definitely check out. It is a medley of topics that are... Um, you know, relationship-based and a bunch of other things. And uh, Amanda is also, for those of you that don't know, my girlfriend of almost four years now. And we're having the time of our lives doing the things that we love. So we thought that it was only fitting to have both of us sit down here for the first official guest podcast of Fuel by Progress. Amanda, welcome to my dojo. Thank you. <laughs> Happy to be here. <laughs> it's very funny because we just filmed, we just filmed and recorded a AM and the PM podcast in this exact spot three minutes ago. So um, she was already here. She didn't have to travel. <laughs> um, but Amanda, thank you so much for being the first guest again on FEP. You are going to be my guinea pig for actually being a solo host. And I hope that this goes well, but I have full faith that it will. So um, as a brief synopsis for some of the people um, and kind of like for both of us here, the way that I kind of see most of these going is just kind of getting to know, you know, my guest in, in this instance, you and the ways that, you know, in this in this case specifically how we work together and, you know, maybe a little bit of touch into our relationship and the stuff that we're doing um, together in the in a professional sense and from a day to day. But more so, uh, I want to focus on the things that you, the person sitting across from me, know that I might not know and that our, that our audience might not know. And it doesn't matter what it is. Um, like seriously, if you if you have makeup tutorial knowledge, then you could give that. Like, I don't care. Like, it's 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 mostly entrepreneurship, personal finance, and personal development, everything. But anything that you have to add, I it does not matter. Um, we're just trying to get better here. So, with all that being said, though, um, with the introduction that I've given, kind of give a brief synopsis of maybe, like, what you would say about yourself and, you know, whether it's Fuel by Progress, AM the PM, just kind of give an, an overview there so people have some context of who you are and what you do and stuff and I can help okay um well I am a full-time toddler teacher so I work with one well they're like one-year-olds and then eventually um most of them are two-year-olds um so I do that full-time it's definitely you definitely have your hands full with a classroom of two-year-olds um i bet a lot of potty training and i could never do you this. know just teaching them like you know 
how to, you know, how to use a fork and <laughs> <laughs> just be, you know, teaching them their ABCs. I actually, I mean, yes, their ABCs, but honestly, we more focus on like shapes and counting and, mm-hmm. you know, talking. Some yeah. of them don't even talk yet. Mm-hmm. Jeez. Yeah, some of them don't even really. This say. is, a, I think this is, I've, let me let me interrupt here for a second. I have again been with Amanda for four years. She's been working how long as a toddler teacher in over like the course of the couple places? Like two and a half. Two years, and a half years. Maybe. We talk obviously very regularly, and I don't actually know enough about what you really do. Like, because I don't know your day to day. I've never seen you at work. I've never seen any of that. So all of that you just said there, I kind of knew some of it, but that's that's already insightful. I think that especially for the demographic that I think we're going to be reaching with some of this, I think that it's going to be very interesting for them to hear your perspective on how to care for and ultimately teach young little people, you know, like two-year-olds, right? So, so yeah, I mean, sorry to interrupt there, but keep going, like, with that. Like, what, like, you, so shapes and different things. What, I think maybe what, what level of teaching are you doing and, you know, and what's the day-to-day like? Um... I mean, should I give like a anything you want the whole day? I, go, go, th- go through a day. Say the whole day. Yeah, yeah okay. Go through a day. So, if I like work early in the morning, I cut clock in. I go in to my classroom. Um, obviously, with um, COVID and everything, like it's a little mm-hmm. things are a little weird right now. But we go in. You know, kids get dropped off. They get dropped off at a room. They come in, um, and from like you know seven to nine they kind of just free play and play with stuff as they get dropped off and then at nine we have breakfast mm-hmm. at nine forty-five, we go out on the playground mm-hmm. we come back in we have water and then obvious obviously like i won't say every time but before we go outside we have to change their diaper when they come in we have to check their diaper we have to mm-hmm. the we put everything on the ipad what they eat and their diaper Mm-hmm. so um but we're supposed to change their diaper every two hours but we like check them like we obviously check their diaper all the time and obviously if they like want to sit on the potty they sit on the potty but obviously we just check their diapers throughout the day so nine forty-five, we go outside we come in at ten fifteen, and then every time we go in the classroom we wash our hands we have to wash the kids hands um obviously especially right. like that's like always a thing, but with COVID and everything, it's like, you know, really like wash your hands, wash your hands. Right. Um, we sit at the table, we you know, they either like play with stuff at the table or we um do like a art activity. Um so sometimes we do circle time at that time. Um it depends if we have time. Sometimes we'll do circle time. Does circle time where you kind of teach or like explain that a little bit? So it's um circle time honestly you usually do in the morning it's like the first thing you do in the morning but our outside time is at 9 45 so it's like we don't have time to do it before we go outside and then when we come in um sometimes we do it when we come inside this is also new since like we um like i've only been with this group of kids for a couple of weeks um my co-teacher and i um but um I don't like just calling her my co-teacher. Mm-hmm. Annalie. She's mm-hmm. like my real good friend. But obviously, we're like still kind of working on a new schedule just because, you know, 
we have like all new kids and we're getting used to the whole just like different covid situation Mm -hmm. but um so circle time we usually always do it in the afternoon after we eat snack but we really should um do it in the morning we're just not sure on a good timing right now because like so um we have recently we'll come in they'll do like a little art activity and then like before lunch we'll do circle time um but circle time is i mean it's different everywhere but like um where i work or like with my age group we just like sit on the carpet in a circle but right now with covid and everything we're not supposed to sit like you know they can't be close to each other right so this is a big thing especially with um eating or just like playing at the table with toys we have them all sit sitting six feet apart Mm. and it's going to get really tricky when we get more children because we don't have that many tables and like it's just it's going to take up the whole classroom in order to seat all of them but we recently tried circle time with chairs which is obviously kind of tricky because there are two and they're going to like fall off their chairs but it worked well so we have it's basically we just listen to songs and we have circle song um, that we listen to and then um, like a number song and then there's like ABCs and days of the week and the weather song. That's pretty much what circle time is. Sometimes we'll do flashcards with shapes or letters or numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, but then after, where was I? So we do art activity or we do circle time or we do both or sometimes we just free play at the table and drink water sometimes if it's nice or whatever or you know we'll go out on a outside walk or something um after we go on the playground but and then 11 o'clock is lunch so then the kids eat lunch we have like a um kitchen that provides lunch so we get the kids their lunch and then at 11 30 they go down for nap so yeah. then they go down for nap you know we put them down for nap, and then that's when we take our break. Um, when we came back to work after, like, you know, the quarantine and everything, everyone has an hour break, so we get an hour break, and then we come back, and then, like, the kids are still waking up, and then they wake up, you change their diapers, and then you put on their sunscreen because we go outside at 2.45. They sleep from, like, nap time is 12 to 2.00. But, you know, they usually fall asleep from, like, 11.30 to 1.30. Some kids only sleep for, like, half hour, which is horrible. Mm. Um, yeah. So then we go outside at 2.45. And when they wake up, they just kind of, like, do something small because we go outside, like, pretty quickly after they wake up. Usually we just, like, have toys on the table or maybe we'll do, like, a little art activity or something. Um, or, like, do puzzles or something or read. Um. But nothing too crazy. We go outside at 2.45. Oh, my gosh. No, I'm sorry. 2.30. So, it's, like, really quick. Like, they wake up. And then we go outside at 2.30. 2.30 to 3. And then we come back in. And then we eat snack at 3. And These then, kids are eating. <laughs> yeah. And, and then sleeping. So, then they eat their... Running around. They, and they eat their snack. And um, then we've been doing... We've been doing circle time. And, like, usually they're all still there um, at that time. Every, like, sometimes every once in a while one kid gets picked up. But we have been always doing circle time at, like, well, honestly, 
the kids eat snack for like 45 minutes. Like this group of kids that we have right now, they eat snack for like 45 minutes. It's crazy. They just sit there and eat for ever. Jeez. But eventually, then we do circle time um, after that. And then after that, you know, if you want to, you could do an activity or something like that. Um, or you could just, you know, get stuff out. But we have a theme every week. So um, we try to, like, the activities that we do, whether it's, like, painting or gluing um, or whatever, or just, like, even if it's, like, toy-related, like, we try to relate it to the theme of the week, whether it's, like, what was last week? Um, oh, we, we it's, like, healthcare. We've had, like, healthcare workers last week, but normally it's, like, cars or something. Hmm, interesting. Anyway, so that's what a day is like. Okay. So, yeah, a lot of, there's a lot in there. Um, what do you, what would you say to, like, people that one obviously aren't toddler teachers and don't have that knowledge and and obviously maybe i guess parents understand it to a certain extent but for people that you know let's think about people that are maybe listening in that aren't parents yet are going to be parents one day and you who obviously it's your dream to be a mother right so like what what has this experience dealing with toddlers that aren't yours but you know even at mass scale like you know like five ten kids what has that kind of taught you? What do you think like the biggest things that you need to remember are maybe any tips that you have for just dealing with children and, you know, showing them care, love and compassion? You have to be patient. Patient. Mm. It's really easy. Easy. I don't know what I'm trying to say. It's really easy to get frustrated. I mean, they're climbing on the tables, <laughs> touching their poop. Like it's, <laughs> it's um, a toddler room is. Yeah, they run around the room, they run from you, they scream, they cry, they have tantrums, throw their feet in the air, like, it's, you have to be patient. Jeez. I mean, obviously, parents have to be patient, teachers have to be patient, and um, it's not just with toddlers, too, um, it's any age group, you have to be patient. Um, I've had experience working with, um, like, at my old job, I worked with older kids, and, you know, they... They talk a lot more, so they're just like, blah, 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 you know, like, <laughs> they're, they're, like, almost more crazy sometimes than the toddlers, because they can actually, like, you know, use their words and, like, give you, like, attitude and stuff. Um, and then I also, right now, I, um, what is the word? Well, I work at a church. Um, I always work there on Sunday mornings in the nursery. So that's like, you know, some toddlers, some babies, some like two-year-olds. Um, I work there on Sunday mornings, but right now because of um, the situation of um, the coronavirus and everything, they're not opening. I don't know if they're opening the church, but I know they're not doing any type of child care. So the nursery will not be open, but that's a completely different environment than where I work. Just like, just because um, where I work is, like, more, like, I don't know how to, I guess it's more, like, structured, professional maybe? and, like, yeah. structured, I guess. Like, you know, it, well, it's just, like, a little, like, it's a nursery. It's not, like, very, um, but um, I really like it there, there though. Um, and then I also work there on Wednesday nights um, with, like, 
the older kids, just like teaching them about um, just like different lessons of like about God and stuff like that. And um, that well, that's not going on right now because it's only like throughout the school year, um, like September through May. But yeah, it's it's like way different standing in front of a bunch of like ten year olds or even like you know ten year olds because it's so different. Yeah, different age groups give you different results may vary. Or three and four year olds are just crazy. Yeah, like, lots of energy there. I'm like I'm used to toddlers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean toddler. Yeah, but interesting. But I love the age group I work with, and I would not change it. I had a coworker recently ask, actually ask me if I ever really would want to work with another age group, and I'm like, well, no, not really. I mean, like if you know an opportunity came up, I would consider it, but I really like the age group I work with. So what kind of, so now you've had some experience there, what kind of education and stuff did you need to, or was there any that you think kind of prepared you for um, what you're doing today? Um, well, just in general, to be a toddler teacher, I don't, I don't really think you necessarily need any type of exper- experience. I mean, obviously, there are places that like only want to hire people with experience them. Um, But, like, even if you, like, have babysat or something, like, you know, that's, like, considered experience. But, um, I, well, I went to Beatty Tech for early childhood education whenever I was in high school. Um, and so I learned a ton of stuff about all age groups and just about, um, child care centers and stuff like that. Um, and we worked with a lot of, like, pre-K kindergarteners, but I also learned about a lot of other age groups um and I honestly so that obviously prepared me per se or whatever I mean obviously like it was you know um but I think what really actually prepared me is like my first job like explain that what was that like my first job like my first job um like I feel like I I learned, like, on the job. Like, I feel like when I worked at um, All About Kids was my first childcare job, like, actual job. I think I, like, that's, like, where I really learned. So you just like, learned through just the experience yeah, of Yeah, I think that really taught me, like, just, like, Kitty Academy is a lot more, like, schedule and, like, you know, just, like, more, like, structured. So I feel like working at, like, a little place before I went to Kitty Academy, like, actually helped me just, like, you know, get used to the all-around, like, way of things, I guess. Right. Gotcha. So. Oh, and then also, like, my little cousin, Leia, like, I mm-hmm. kind of watched over her and helped her grow up and stuff like that. So, um, she was honestly kind of the reason I wanted to work with kids because I loved when she was little and just, like, mm-hmm. you know. So, would you say there's not really, like, an easy way to teach childcare? Per se, I mean, maybe you could go to like a secondary education or something like that, but um, ultimately just experience. Well, no, not necessarily. Um, a lot of people. Well, you can obviously go to like, um, like CCAC actually has a really good early child care program, like to get your. I'm not sure exactly what it is, but I my cousin did a program through CCAC where I think she got like her associate's degree. Um, or maybe it wasn't an associate's degree. It was like some sort of certification, but 
for example, like right now I'm working on my CDA. Um, I was going to ask about that. Um, it stands for Child Development Associate. So I basically um, am creating a professional portfolio just with like all my experience. And I had to write um, some like essays and stuff based on my experience and um, just about lesson plans and stuff. Um, I mean, yeah, you learn on the job, but also you kind of have to keep educating yourself because stuff is always changing like um stuff is just always changing like the standards and whatnot um I mean obviously I obviously learn a lot from my job but um there's obviously like a lot of just like research and stuff um like there's a lot of um like psychologists and stuff that have studied like children Mm -hmm. that I learned a lot about um like in Beatty and um and also, when I went to CCAC, I took, like I said, they have a really good early childhood education program, and I um, I took a class. Um, I like was originally going for social work, but I took a class there. Um, that's just interesting. Then obviously, I have a, obviously, if you're you know, um, working with the older children, like they have programs at like slippery rock and stuff like that but i just think with like the younger children i mean it's obviously good to have education stuff um like i think a lot of maybe like preschool teachers have like an associate's degree and stuff like that but i just don't think it's always necessary like cda is definitely really good um but i just don't i don't know if it's always necessary to go like you know all those years at school and you know right there's a lot of things there too. I mean, you could just incur more debt, and then you have to, you know, find a way to pay out. Yeah, but st- stuff like getting your CDA and stuff like that, or like they have, um, like I said, I'm not sure about the exact program that my cousin did, but I think she got her CDA like through the program. But stuff like that is really cool. So, so we've gone through sort of like what you, how you prepared, how you g- gained more experience, what you're doing from a day to day. You'd mentioned CDA and a little bit about that so talk about what you think right now if you just you know take a moment and think about your next your next move you're working on the cda talk about a little bit what that what doors that could open up for you what you're kind of planning on or just what you what opportunities you think you might have and you know ultimately what you see yourself doing in the next you know couple years in this field in a sense um, well, CDA is basically just a sort of, um, a certification. Um, I, I guess basically just saying that you're educated in the field. So you create your portfolio and you have to give out, um, family questionnaires to the parents. Um, then basically just like, you know, rating you as like their child's teacher and, um, saying how you know how you're doing with their child and stuff like that so right now I'm waiting for all of those to come back um before I continue my next step because that's one of the things you have to have done before you actually officially apply for your CDA um because someone will have to come and observe after I apply um someone will have to come and observe me teaching in the classroom um but I don't know how that's going to happen because of the whole COVID situation. Um, and then after they observe me and they take a look at my portfolio, then 
I will schedule my test. Gotcha. And the test is like, just I'm pretty sure it's all, it's like the information in the book that you receive. So, um, where I see myself in the future. Um, and then like your CDA, obviously it just looks good. You're, you know, you're educated, professional, um, you know, um, Honestly, I don't see myself working. I really like where I work right now at Kitty Academy. I don't really see myself working um, anywhere else right now. Um, we've talked about, like, I don't know, maybe eventually we'll, um, you know, eventually maybe I'll go part-time or we'll just, like, work on stuff together. But, um... I also really like the church, the church that I work at. Um, I really like working there. So, um, I don't know. I mean, I'm always, I'm always open to more doors opening, but I, I like where I'm at now, you know, mm -hmm. who knows what will happen in the future. Gotcha. Yeah. So just like another, another certification, like you said, resume piece, that's, you know, just kind of working your way up. That's awesome. Um, you're happy to hear that. Um, so now we have, obviously I know a little bit more than our, than our audience does, but I actually got a lot from that. So now that we've painted the picture of what you do from a day to day and a completely full time thing now, obviously another portion with us is our relationship and how we are trying to build a bunch of things for ourselves moving forward. So, you know, maybe one day you're able to do you're able to switch gears as far as how your your toddler teaching career is going and do different things like you just mentioned, you know, maybe part-time or whatever with the stuff that we have going on. So let's switch over into that realm now. Um, I have obviously, for some of our viewers that don't know, I'm going on a tangent with a bunch of different business ideas and things that, we're, that, that I'm working on and that Amanda and I are working on t together. One of them being Fuel by Progress, obviously, the podcast, the clothing apparel, which is a huge, uh, which Amanda is a huge part of. So um, to preface it, and then I'll let Amanda kind of take over with her ideas and stuff, because a lot of it we actually haven't fully discussed yet. Maybe we can use some of that time here and just kind of get some of those ideas out. Fuel by Progress is, as it's as it sound, as the name sounds, uh, is going to be a community, a clothing apparel brand, and a podcast devoted to making a community of individuals that just want to continue to get better, progress professionally, personally, financially, whatever it is. And uh, I'm very passionate about that. Amanda's very passionate about that. We have a lot of individuals that are lined up to come on this podcast that are uh, passionate about that. And we just want to continue to grow that community. So at the helm of it, Amanda and I are from the clothing, the social media, um, you know, and obviously as the podcast goes here, we have a lot of different ideas. We've started to implement on the clothing side of things, the apparel. And I remember I came to Amanda with this idea and she was excited. She wanted to be a part of it. And I know absolutely nothing about making women's clothing. So as we continue to scale this, I definitely needed a partner in crime for the women's side of it. So I'm very happy that Amanda is willing to do that. So Amanda, as our chief women's 
apparel designer, talk a little bit about what we've done so far as far as Fuel by Progress, like in social media and stuff like that, that you're also kind of heading up a little bit. And then some of the, a couple of the samples and, and just like your idea for that. If like, if it was totally on you, like all the women's stuff, what do you, what do you kind of think in so far? Just with everything. That's a loaded question. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, uh, um, take it wherever you'd like. Um, I mean, so since the beginning, um, we've talked about this. We've kind of joked about being like funny with it, like making shirts saying like fueled by donuts or something like that. Um, fueled by coffee. Fueled by coffee. That was going to be Amanda, Amanda's. Um, I definitely do think stuff like that would be cool. Like, I definitely still want to have like, you know, nice, like not we like could, serious, but like could, serious. We could have a shirt that says fueled by progress and the progress is crossed out. And then it's his coffee. Yeah. That um, would be cool. Yeah. And that could be for men and women too. Yeah. Um, but I definitely think it would be cool to have like just like silly fun stuff like that. Um, I don't know. I just envision like bright colors or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, like I'm a big donut person. Like I think <laughs> something with donuts would be silly or like I don't know. Um, but I definitely obviously still want to have like serious not like serious but you know what i mean like ass ass, ass, Mm. ass, how do i even ass leisure athleisure ass leisure clothing um especially recently i've realized i've been really into this is a side note i've been like really into working out um the past couple months um since the beginning of quarantine um and i myself like there's so many different like you know athleisure companies um and i just think it would be interesting to design your own apparel um just like different like you know different like running shorts and different um what are those called joggers no bike bike shorts bike shorts yeah, those mm. are like the new big thing. Like they go oh. down to like. Oh, is that a women's thing? Your mid, yeah, you know, they go down to like your mid thigh. Mm. No like biker shorts. No, I, I know I ha- shorts. I wear shorts. Anyways, I have like one pair. I don't know. Um, I honestly, I don't have too many great quality, um, athleisure apparel right now at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, so I obviously think it would be cool to create, create some. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I have like some pictures in my head. Right. I think it'll be exciting. Um, I did design one shirt so far. Um, obviously, you know, shirts, leggings, but I also think of like sports bras and like, like I just said, biker shorts and like just yeah. the whole shebang. Yeah. Obviously, one thing at a time. We'll start off with like a shirt, but right. Well, we want to give credit where credit is due too, as far as <clears throat> fuel by progress and everything goes. Um, we have been, you know, we've we've grown up and like even recently we have been wearing uh, uh, brands like obviously the big ones like Nike, Adidas. They do it well and they do it at scale. Uh, but there's some smaller ones that are also extremely um, like high quality. So Jim Shark is a huge one uh ah uh, sorry um alpha elite alpha elite 
and then ever forward. Um, all people that I follow, huge influences on my life. Shout out to Max Tuning, Christian Guzman. Um, so that is truly where a lot of the inspiration has come on the apparel side. And we are far from that level of scale, but it's something that we think is definitely achievable. And we've made some different designs and got a couple samples from just like print on demand shops. So nothing that's like super custom yet where you go to a actual uh, manufacturer just yet, but that's right around the corner. That's something that we know we're going to definitely get into because we want not just develop the brand of Fuel by Progress, but we want to actually develop like a clothing brand, like not, you know, nothing that's just per se off the shelf. We're probably going to kind of start there in some senses to get our feet wet, but long-term women's and men's, all of it going to be uh, premium things that we have designed from the ground up. And uh, we're very excited about that. And I'm super excited to have Amanda leading the charge on the women's side because obviously she has a lot of friends that could give us a lot of great input on the different samples and clothing and everything that we have. So that is absolutely awesome. Do you have anything else as far as the women's stuff goes? Anything that you have cooking up in your brain? Any cool designs or anything like that? Or just like the overall mission and, and vision that you kind of see with what's going on there my mission is comfortable comfortable mm -hmm. yeah i'm all about comfort well cute and comfortable gotcha okay so we will absolutely get you know as time goes on more updates with that the website is almost live for the podcast and the apparel brand so uh you know check that out soon but uh let's transition over to a couple of the other things that we're working on so obviously the big one that we have and we just you know finished the episode for is AM and the PM. And our us as a team, what we have done is we have made AM and the PM like a podcast and potentially it could scale into a little bit more, maybe like some merchandise and things like that. But we wanted a place that was that we were able to come together and talk about relationship issues and things that are specifically geared towards what we're going through, what maybe other people are going through. Um and kind of like Fuel by Progress, but much more relationship-based, right, on a podcast level. And what we wanted to do, especially with all the stuff that I had going on, and I think we've talked about this before, I wanted to give a lot of the, almost, I wanted to delegate a lot of the responsibility over to Amanda because I knew that she could handle it, and I knew that, you know, it was, that was probably, I felt that it was the right thing to do. So, with that podcast, we're about 16 episodes in now, and Amanda has been basically the lead social media uh, you know, queen, in a sense, for all that. She has done an incredible job with uh, Instagram, Facebook, and now we're starting to put things onto YouTube, our episodes. We just filmed the first one. So talk a little bit about your thoughts on AM and the PM so far, how we, and well, let's, let's start at the beginning. How do, do you remember how we started AM and the PM? I think we just had a lot of deep discussions and just way back when you said we should do a podcast and quarantine started and it was just like our time and mm -hmm. we just started doing it. Yeah, that's weird. It's kind of weird how things just, you know, happen. Um, And we always talked about the clothing company and a podcast. Like we've always talked about both of those things, I think. Mm -hmm. Um like a long time ago and i think um 
like the quarantine just really gave us and you time to get everything going. Yep. So we've been working. Um, you know, we made a lot of progress. Haha, <laughs> fuel by progress. Funny. But um but yeah, so as far as social media and the episodes and everything go, what is your take on or if you could kind of give our audience here an idea of what that is and what it means to you as a very, you know, integral member of that. What do you think what do you think how do you think people can benefit from, you know, going and checking it out and and what it's about and all that? Like everything in general? Pretty much. Like AM and the PM. Like what do you what do we try to do on there? What's your goal for it? Um, you know, stuff like that. Um well the goal is to really um I guess, you know, talk about relatable topics that people can relate to and then maybe kind of, I don't know, I just feel like people have a lot of relationship issues and maybe they could just figure some stuff out or just listen, you know, to our opinion or or just for entertainment mm. purposes. I mean, um, it's definitely interesting when you listen to stuff like that, how you can relate, how you could not relate. Um, just listening to different people's opinions. Um, obviously we like to give our advice or, you know, to people. Um, but I'm really excited to have some guests on Mm -hmm. just so, you know, people could hear our sides of things versus other people's sides of our opinions or on different situations and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, just different lifestyles and stuff like that. Yeah, really exciting because, um, you know, we like talking to each other, but I think other people brought in the mix, different perspectives. We also like talking to other people. So. Yeah, I think <laughs> different perspectives are definitely going to make it um, even more enjoyable to listen to and, um, you know, hopefully view on YouTube as well if, all, if everything goes well. So that's awesome. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we got a lot going on, definitely. We got Fuel by Progress. We got AM and the PM. Amanda works a full-time job. I'm just working every day trying to build these things. But, um, yeah, I mean, what do you think? I need to come up with a couple really solid questions to, like, like two questions, like one or two questions at the very end to ask everybody, like, you know, what is what is your best advice or whatever. But um, I'll come up with those. But, like, in the interim – is there anything else that you think that you'd like to tell the people or any really good advice that you'd like to give or anything that we have going on? This is your, this is your time. (laughs) I guess I will just give some advice, um, on just like working out or this is a good one. Yeah. We kind of didn't talk about this. So um, if you want to go into it, yeah. Or, not necessarily well yeah working out but like if you are feeling completely unmotivated to work out and just because I went from I totally understand I went from completely not working out at all to I literally used to say like I don't know the I can't really I don't want to give like a horrible opinion on the gym but like something about the gym like just never really did it for me um like I used to go with my friend I um signed up for the gym and I would go and I guess like I also don't really know how to use any of the machines and stuff like that 
um it's kind of just like i would go and i would use like the elliptical and then like eh. like i i honestly don't really know how to use the machines or anything like that but like i said over the quarantine about a weekend i was completely just like i cannot sit at home anymore like i i know i don't usually work out but at least i'm at work walking like how many steps a day or whatever like moving around and i was not moving at all so um i came across this girl on youtube <laughs> mad fit mad fit shout out mad fit um she is amazing she has um i started doing just like um you know 12 to 15 minute like hit workouts um she has a ton of ab workouts, leg workouts, but you know, it's like, it's not like, I don't know. I've also seen some like people on YouTube or wherever and they like have it all written down and they're like, okay, this is what we're going to do today. And then you like work out with like no music at all. Like it's very <laughs> like, oh my gosh, I can't believe people actually do these. Like, and this is like a girl that not like judging or anything. This is a girl that like I, um, someone I follow like posted and they like love her and i'm like i'm not interested in that like um so mad fit you know she has like some nice like cool vibe music going when you work out with her and you like actually do work out with her like to her videos and she was like come on guys keep going i don't know she's amazing she's an all-around just great person (laughs) (laughs) she has um, we love you mad fit she has um like her own I think her name, her, like, actual name is Maddie Lim Bomber. She has her own YouTube, too, and, like, a bunch of health um, stuff. I'm not really big into, like, the eating healthy with, like, food and stuff. Like, I, you know, I try to eat better here and there, but I'm not real big into, like, the food-wise. But um, she, like, just, like I said, she has so many videos, um, just, like, any video you could think of, um, like, warm-ups, um, yoga, Honestly, like, if you're not feeling into working out, like, just go try one of her yoga videos. Like, I don't know. Um, the best ones, I think, though, um, for, you know, um, maybe not necessarily. She, oh, she has some, like, some videos that are just real, like, it's, like, exercises, but also stretching at the same time. Like, pajama workouts, they're called. Or she has, like, stretch and train workouts so like if you're not you know a big exerciser but maybe you want to try something out you could do like a, you know she does some stretching and some exercising um dance workouts which are really cool um my favorite is the 2000s um one but and then I think this is like the last one I could think of she has song workouts which are like a whole bunch of different songs and she has ab workouts, butt workouts. Most of them are full body ones, which are cool. I don't know. Um, so anyways, I started doing just some of her stuff. And at first it was just like, you know, I would do some small stuff, but now it's like, you know, I've been into it. I've been trying to do a warm up before every workout, whether whatever workout it is. Um, and then doing a cool down actually stretching. And sometimes I'll even do, um, like 30 minute stretch stretching videos um like it's like she has like a 30 minute like stretch for the inflexible because i'm not flexible Mm -hmm. (laughs) eventually um but and then she has some like stress relief and anxiety videos i don't know like there's just it's so 
there's so many different varieties of videos. Um, I just, yeah, I just love her so much. But anyway, she, like, has really motivated me. Like, I am, like, a changed person since I started doing her videos. Um, and then, like, I'm, you know, I'm not necessarily losing weight, but I feel myself getting stronger and I see a difference in my body, like looking in the mirror, like I've been, you know, I've been doing a ton of like ab workouts and like total core and stuff like that. Um, I usually do those in full body, full body. Um, just not really Le leg and booty. Like that's like cool, but I'm just, it's not like really my big thing. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I've noticed a difference in my body. I've noticed I'm getting stronger. Um, I, like, bought some weird, like, thing that you, like, are supposed to, it's supposed to help you with your upper body. <laughs> I don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, I did, like, one, vi I did a video of it. Um, it's not necessarily, like, my main, my main goal right now. I'm more of, like, trying to, like, work on, like, my stomach and just do, like, full body stuff. But I am really interested. Um, I just recently bought some weights. I want to try to, she has a ton of workouts with weights. I want to try to, um you know, try some just full body workouts with weights or like just um upper body like strength workouts. Just like I don't know. Um and I obviously I'm saying mad fit, mad fit, mad fit, but like any um most important thing. The re I mean the reason I just get so excited about Mad Fit is because I really enjoy her videos and if you are not doing something that you don't like, then it's not going to be fun and you're going to hate it and you're going to be miserable. So, um, obviously I just rave about her because I love her, but find something that works for you, whatever workout it is or person or that works for you. And, um, also, um, when I first started, I would just tell myself like, it's okay if you don't do this whole long video today just move as long as you're moving your body every day and doing something then like you're already doing it you know mm -hmm. um like i start i tried to do a 30 minute hit workout i remember like at the very beginning and i couldn't make it through mm -hmm. and now i've been doing them all the time and they're like fun and they go by so quickly that, i think that's progress yeah nice <laughs> <laughs> um also i've i've been doing the I don't actually know if she has any that are like, um, no, like I've been doing the no repeat ones, which I like highly recommend because it flies by, like completely flies by. Um, I don't know if she, there are actually any 30 minute ones that are like, what was called? Uh, hit? No, like I want to say like circuits, but that's not rounds. <laughs> like she has, um, you know, like. The 15-minute ones are normally, like, two rounds, three rounds. But, um, yeah, the no-repeat ones are really nice because it just flies by. And anyways, um, I don't know. Just keep going. Keep going. <laughs> just keep going. I mean, I can't believe I've even been working out for this long. So, um, and Mark actually showed me this really, <laughs> this video, um, I don't know what it was. Do you remember the video you sent me? I was like, I don't want to work. This was like kind of nearish the beginning, like when I was like a month in working out. I was like, I don't want to work out today. I just feel horrible. I don't want to do this. And he sent me this video. It was this guy saying like the vo the voices inside your head. Like it, it was like somehow about like 
it was like about working out but also about like jobs I'm trying to remember which one it was it Do was like the voice the voices inside your head that are telling you no stop don't do this those are like you have to push past that in was order to keep going oh uh, was it david goggins i don't know but it was like you Is have to guy? i think so david goggins i think it was david goggins uh, yeah but He's he said you have monster. to push past yeah i think so yeah i think it was you like, have to push stay past. hard yes yes you have he was to, on a treadmill you have what he's on a treadmill no it showed it sh- he was like talking to someone like it looked like he was on like a talk show and then oh, it showed like a bunch oh i think it no wait i feel like i'm getting it confused with the other video they say stay hard i don't know i i think i'm getting it confused with the other video that made you quit your job oh i think well, that I'm, was that was jordan peterson no yeah i'm not that one i'm that was jordan peterson. i think, I, think gonna, I might it was i was definitely either david goggins or jocko willink though but um, i know i know what but you're anyways talking about. he said you have to push past like the voices in your head mm-hmm. telling you to um like stop doing this or that you're tired or that you need to be done or whatever so i mm, i use that goggins. i use that in my head as a di- in a as a oh i can't talk oh my i gosh. use that daily when i'm working out like there are times oh that i gosh. want to die like i'm like i can't <laughs> do this or there there's actual times where i'm like on the ground doing an exercise and then i just lay there and i'm like oh my gosh get up like what are you doing um so yeah i literally use that in my head daily like no, obviously when I'm working out, just like to keep going. Wow. And I think that's how I've I've really be- become successful. And it's very true. Yeah. Shout out David Goggins. Yeah. So that really, Dude's I think that actually really helped me. I remember like Mark sending me that and I, was, I watched it and then I didn't answer and then just went and worked out. And he's like, well, I guess it worked. And I was, <laughs> I was like still kind of annoyed, but I still, I think about it every day. Wow. Yeah. That is crazy. I didn't even know that. <laughs> yeah, it, re- it really helped me. <laughs> Jesus. That's crazy. Oh, man. Well, I'm glad that you talked about that because I totally slipped my mind that, that even though I don't know how it did, that you have been on such a transformation there as well. You've made a ton of progress. Very proud of you. Um, and I know you're very proud of yourself, so that is fantastic. Obviously, we have a lot of things um, you know, going on from a professional standpoint. Um, you know, from a personal standpoint, and uh, we're trying to build our life together as well. So I appreciate you. I appreciate you stopping by, <laughs> <laughs> you know, taking the long trip to uh, to stop by here. I know it's extremely out of your way. Um, one thing that I want to try to do in every one of these episodes, in addition to the questions that I haven't made up yet, like the, the ND questions, um, I think one of them is actually going to be, you kind of helped me. I think one of them is going to be um, what are you maybe most proud of that you've done recently? Or uh, a huge one is, uh, this is definitely going to be one. What are your either one, two, or three, I can't think of a number yet, like the, the people that have made the most impact on your life or like the most impact or your biggest influences uh, in general? Because I'm all about that. I, I am self-aware enough to understand that I was not created as I am. I have been you know, maybe I had some sort of a destiny, but like the the stuff that I put into my mind has really pushed me to be the type of person that I am. So I would say, um, you know, off the top of my head, I say Jordan Peterson is a huge, huge, huge influence on me. 
um, you know, Gary Vaynerchuk was to a certain extent. Um, and these, these obviously fluctuate. So I'll, I'll figure mine out. But for you, obviously mad fit, at least recently. And they don't have to be famous people. But what do you think? Like, is there like one or two more? Um, I mean, I've recently been really into um, Lauren Geraldo. Mm-hmm. Um, famous people, I don't know. Doesn't have to be famous. It could be other people. But the, the interesting thing about the famous people, though, is think about it like this. If you say Lauren Geraldo and then somebody watches and, and like, or Matt, or even Matt Fitz a better example. You explain everything Matt Fit does. And somebody goes, hey, wow, I really want to try that. And then they go see Mad Fit, and then you pass that along. That's what I want I want this to be about. I think I it's we bo- what we both um, want to be about. Well, Lauren, Lauren um, Geraldo, she's just, she's a YouTuber, and she, like, started from Vine, like, from the very beginning of Vine. Um, and she just, like, really worked her way up. Um, and she's an influencer, obviously. Um, I don't know. I just, she's very inspiring like and she's very just like down to earth like just you know and you just see about her daily life and everything um she moved to LA actually to be an influencer youtuber and she actually just moved out of LA because she realized she can do whatever she wants she can do her job from wherever Mm -hmm. and um yeah I don't I, I'm like recently into her. So gotcha. I <laughs> yeah. But um she gives really good like makeup advice. <laughs> Not that yeah. I ever do my makeup. Yeah. But um um I really like Taylor Swift, Taylor obviously. Swift. Yeah. Um I don't know. I know a lot of people don't agree with like, you know, her whatever political and all that stuff, but her music is just really inspiring to me. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Okay. Well, I think that is a lot of good information for the folks. I appreciated sitting down with you and having a you know, good discussion like this. Uh, the last thing that I'd like to do with everyone um, is where can, if our audience wants to learn more about you or learn your, your follow your journey with whatever it is, right, whether obviously it's childcare or the stuff that we're doing, um, where can they find you? Where is best? So instagram maybe i'm thinking just off the top of my head i think a lot of people would say instagram or uh maybe youtube if they had channels or twitch people and stuff like that what did you say instagram yeah probably instagram i think it's amanda masters just i think it's with two a's is it two a's yeah amanda masters was two amanda masters though really amanda amanda with an extra a masters interesting i thought you had the amanda masters maybe i was blind no maybe somebody else has it probably oh well okay so anyway amanda with two a's masters on instagram follow amanda uh obviously fueled by progress am and the pm i'm gonna plug those since we're here but um yeah i appreciate you sitting down thank you so much i had a wonderful time did you as well yes i did (laughs) sweet (laughs) me too all righty well thank you so much amanda thank you for having me (laughs) Anytime, anytime. Please come back. Thank you guys for tuning in. Really appreciate it. Hope you got something out of this conversation with Amanda. Uh, make sure you go follow her and Fuel by Progress on all the social networks in the entire world. And until next time, thank you so much. We'll talk to you in the next one.